Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more info, you can check us out on Facebook at Life Church of Columbia. Comes a time to where there has to be an inflection point, to where new light comes, new revelation comes, and you lose and you leave that sphere that you have uh, been in to go to a greater uh, level of business. In the same way in the kingdom of God. And God has shown me we're coming to the point right now. I see it in my life personally. And I want to take you there with me that we are at a strategic inflection point. And revelation is going to begin to come. And it's going to enable you to grasp that revelation and take your faith to the next level. If you need a scripture for that, it's 2 Corinthians 3.18. The Bible says, as we behold him with an unveiled face, we go from one level of glory to another level of glory. Amen. Are y'all listening to me, Life Church? I came to tell you with all confidence that if we embrace this, we're about to go to another dimension of glory. I need somebody to believe that enough to give God some praise right now. <laughs> right? You got to praise it. You got to believe it. Before you're going to see it. And I can see it in the doctrine of faith that God has given me now. Matter of fact, he's downloading so much in me. It's difficult for me to get up here and preach at this point. Because usually I have a a game plan. And it's hard for me to follow that right now. Because I know we are leaving the realm of the, the known for the unknown. So I need you to understand that and be praying into that. And I think tonight is timely for you coming together and help and starting to discover exactly what you're called to do and begin to step into that. So we're going to begin. I got several places I want to read from this morning. I think we're going to start in the book of Numbers by our sound man. It's just begin to take us there. You can keep it right there and be ready to read. And uh, I have another scripture in my text that I read from you last year. Don't go there, Jason. You're fine. Uh, and the Bible says in Hebrews chapter number uh, 11, verse number 1, that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And, and that scripture is so profound and it's so big. And it's, it's, it's so hard to get a hold to when you just start talking about faith. By faith, you have been saved. By faith, you've been healed. The Bible says, by faith, you've been made righteous. Right? By faith, you have been justified. Hebrews chapter number 11 says, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell. By faith, they crossed the Red Sea as if walking on dry land. Somebody shout, by faith. By faith. This, this word is so big and it is, the very, it, is, it is the very foundational element of all Christendom. Uh, and the word faith itself, uh, the word substance actually means a setting under. It's the foundation of a thing. Foundation, uh, faith is the foundation of the kingdom of God. Meaning everything is built on faith. Everything. Every answered prayer, every prayer you pray, if it's not built on the foundation of faith, you'll never see that prayer come to pass. It has to be built upon faith. But there's a problem with faith. And the problem with faith is I have to believe. 
Give me my title back for a minute. I have to believe. And the problem with Christianity, I think, is faith becomes used so much. It's like using the word awesome. If you use the word awesome all the time, the word awesome's not awesome no more. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you can overuse the word. And I believe faith. And I believe it's so overused and it becomes so religious that we talk about a substance we don't even really even understand. And we say we believe and live in fear and torment and disgrace and disgust and, and a whole lot of things. We say we believe. But the Bible says that signs and wonders would follow them that believe. And the word follow means accompaniment. Amen. So I'm just wondering if we're ever going to stop all our jingling and jangling and worshiping and carrying on and this and that. If we're ever going to stop and ask ourselves, do I really believe? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Look at your neighbor and ask them right now. Do you really believe? I guarantee they're going to say yes. Amen. But I'm going to prove to you by the word of God, the only way you can know if you believe is by the activity in your life. Yeah. Yeah. This is the only way. Yeah. Amen. The greatest expression of faith is activity. You're so awesome. Can I have a kiss to go with that? <laughs> that was a quick no, wasn't it? Branson, one of the greatest manifestations and expressions of faith is activity. But on the other hand, activity without faith destroys what little faith you have. I'm going to say that again. I said, we're going to learn by the Bible that the greatest expression of faith is always faith. Because faith will always manifest itself with activity. Amen. But when we're just doing works and don't really have faith, what little I did have, it begins to insult it. <laughs> and I begin to lose the little I have because now I'm performing to become a thing instead of operating from what I already am. Oh, I wish I had somebody to help me. I'm just telling you, we're at an inflection point, amen. And I'm in performance mode now, and I'm trying to become what God already said I was. It's a losing battle, and it's discouraging if I don't understand that I'm operating from a foundation that says I am who God says I am in spite of who I see myself as. Are you following me, somebody? Because the Bible says faith is the substance of the things I'm hoping for. What the scripture is saying is faith is the foundation upon which that thing I'm expecting can stand. And anything without a foundation cannot stand. If I'm trying to build without a foundation, whatever I'm building is going to come crashing down. Are you listening to me? So there is a strategic inflection point going on in my life, and it's my job to bring you with me, amen, to realize we walk by faith. We walk by faith. In other words, our lives are governed by what I believe. Here's the problem with faith. Somebody shout, I believe. To believe means to be fully and totally convinced about somebody else. Yeah, that was deeper than the response I got. To believe is I have, I have a strong, undeniable conviction about the work of somebody else. And his name is Jesus Christ. So in other words... 
Amen. When it comes to faith, faith never even kicks in until I come to a place of total weakness in my life. Faith is so connected to weakness that if I'm never made weak, I never get to operate in faith. Oh, I just got to take my time. It takes courage to become weak. My God, somebody help me. It takes strength to become weak. Or, or, or let me put it like this. We're all weak. And we all, none of us have any ability to save ourselves, make ourselves better, make ourselves well, make ourselves whole. None of us have the ability. But until we come to the realization and acknowledge that we're weak, we never get to step in faith. So if I am walking by faith, amen, tell your neighbor, it's a process. The Bible says we walk by faith, not by. So every step I take, I'm walking in a dimension, amen, that depends entirely on the work of somebody else. I'm going to work this if I read a scripture or not, amen. I said when I'm walking by faith, it means I am progressively moving. I am progressively moving, and I'm moving away from what I was into what he said I was. Now, this is part two of last week where the ten lepers came to Jesus, and he said, go show yourselves to the priests. Amen? Meaning, you are healed. But I don't look healed. I don't feel healed. I don't feel whole. I don't, listen, I'm still leaking. I'm still missing some things in my life. There's still some things there. But their activity was based on what they believed about Jesus Christ. Not about what they could do or what they could perform. Their activity was founded upon something Jesus said. I believe to the point, and, and you got to understand that the pre, the, they had to stand back, remember the lepers and cry. If someone come within 30 yards, they would have to cry unclean. I'm unclean. It was the law. They had to cry unclean. Right? They could not associate with anybody else. And Jesus says, go show yourselves to the priest, meaning you are clean. Now, I told you last week, there was at least 40 miles from Jerusalem where they needed to go. They were lepers, so they weren't even supposed to be headed in that direction. They certainly weren't supposed to go into the holy city of Jerusalem. But on their way, I just wonder how many ask them, where are you lepers going? I wonder how many came by and stood way out here and said, hey, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Y'all look like y'all are headed to Jerusalem. You can't go to Jerusalem. What are you going to Jerusalem for? I know what their response was. It was because I'm healed. It's because I'm clean. What do you mean you're clean? What do you mean you heal? You're still leaking. You're still missing things in your life. Amen. But they were walking by faith and not by sight. So they were simply acting upon what Jesus said in their life. I need you to tell your neighbor, sometimes you got to walk it out. Sometimes you got to walk it out. And every step, it takes courage. It takes strength to walk by faith. Amen. The reason we don't walk by faith is because we like to do things ourselves. We Religion trains us to do it yourself. The religious crowd was following Jesus and 
And uh, he turned around and said, you're not following me because you saw miracles. You're following me because I just fed you bread. And they said, uh, Jesus said, don't labor for the bread that you're going to eat and die. Labor for the bread that will give you eternal life. And they responded to Jesus with, what must we do to work the works of God? And Jesus said, this is the work of God that you believe. Faith, believing, is work. Thank you. It, I would, I'd do better with a plan. Come on, somebody. I do, especially you guys. I do better with a blueprint. I do, I do better, amen, if you'll give me do this, do this, and do this, and you'll get that. I, I, I can work with that all day long. I can put it to work in my life, amen, and I can expect the results, and I know everything's got its merit, amen. But Jesus said, this is the work of God that you believe. They were concerned about the plurality of works, and Jesus was concerned about one work. Come on, somebody. And that one work was that you believe. I can't even go to work until... I believe in his work. Oh, I told y'all last week I'm going to save myself. Amen. And I'm saving myself again this morning. Amen. This is the work of God that you believe. Amen. I said, uh, we're concerned, Brad said about, I got to do this and I got to do that and I got to do this and I got to do that. And Jesus said, this is the real work is that, that you just believe that God has already done it. God has already established it. Is that not what the lepers did? Amen. Every step was, he said, I'm healed. Every step was, he said, I'm healed. Every step was, I believe I'm healed. Oh, somebody tell your neighbor, you got to walk it out. Amen. Every step, amen. It is a process. Amen. And I'm afraid that multitudes are still in this building this morning and still in the kingdom of God. They've been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ and are still crying unclean. Oh, I'm coming after the devil this morning. <laughs> Still crying unclean. Amen. God has said you're clean. Amen. Your repentance has made you clean. The blood of Jesus has made you clean. The word of God has made you clean. I know some of you are having a hard time accepting that because you feel like you like the other nine. You need to go show yourselves to the priest where you can start shaving eyebrows. Remember last week? Shaving your leg. Amen. Going through all the uh, 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 the 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 works of religion. And so we're sitting in sanctuaries. We're, we're, we're living for God. We're in ministries, but something in us is still crying unclean. Oh, y'all can't say nothing, but I feel you this morning. I'm still crying unclean. Amen. Hey, listen to me. So I got to work a little harder. I got to perform a little more. I got to do a little more. Amen. Well, no, you don't. No, you. Y'all listen to your pastor. No, you don't. All you got to do is walk out what he already said about you, and he says you are clean. Somebody say, thank God I'm clean. 
Oh, you may be having a hard time doing that because you're looking down and some things are still missing and you're still leaking it. Does anybody... <laughs> anybody else feel like you're still leaking? Uh, some of you lie. <laughs> so, anybody ever still feel like you're crying unclean? Huh? Everybody else notices what God's doing in your life, but you can't even enjoy what God's doing in your life because you have isolated yourself. I'm coming after the devil. You have isolated yourself saying, I'm unclean. I'm, 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 I'm unworthy. I'm not good enough. Instead of turning this thing around and begin to walk out one step at a time, I am clean. I am clean. Now you're working it. I said, now you're working faith. You're partnering with what Jesus already said about you. Amen. They weren't walking to get clean. They were walking because they start changing everything. This church then every step is praise and adoration to God. He said, this is the work of God. This is the work of God. That you just believe. That takes courage. That takes strength. That takes admitting there's nothing I can do to get rid of my leprosy. There's nothing I can do. We got to get this thing turned around. A man told me one time, he said, watching your life, there is no way that I can ever walk at that level of faith because I know what you do day in and day out. I didn't understand the true doctrine of faith or I'd have helped him right then. Amen. In other words, he was saying, I got to start performing like you perform in order for me to be worthy enough to be healed. Somebody say inflection point. I, I got I to gotta do everything you do so we'll be worthy of revival. Amen. When I study revival, I always go study what they've done. Now, do I believe we got to prepare? I got some scriptures if I ever read them. I may not even read them. I don't even care. Amen. Are you listening to it? We do have to prepare. There's no doubt about it. But preparation has to be the fruit of my belief. It can't be the root of what I'm after. Oh, we somebody was hearing what I'm saying. My preparation is not trying to make a thing happen. It's just getting ready for what I know is about to happen. Somebody help me preach now. Amen. There was a woman that was bowed over for 38 years. 38 years. That's a long time to be in a condition. That's a long time. Until Jesus came to her church one Sunday and looked at the woman and said, Woman, you're loosed. <laughs> Are y'all catching this? Are you making the turn yet? Woman, you're loosed. Not, oh God, would you please come down from heaven right now. Heal this woman. Break this thing. Amen. <laughs> he looked her in the eye and said, woman, you are loosed. And all of a sudden, the woman's activity was based upon the spoken word of Christ. And she didn't stand up to get healed. She stood up because she believed. Yeah. 
Oh, somebody tell your neighbor to stand up. To stand up. Amen. Just believe. I believe. I so believe it. My activity is responding to what I believe. Even when what I see is not conducive for that activity. Is this working yet? Or should I stop and read some scriptures? Is it working? We got it upside down. We're trying to work our way to health. We're trying to work our way to victory. We're trying to work our way, amen, uh, 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 to having peace. We're trying to work our way to have joy. Amen. If you don't fight, listen to me, the word substance. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And that you can put that up if you want to. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the very foundation. Another translation says, faith is the title deed to what I'm believing for. Somebody help me right now. Uh, what is this thing called faith? Well, according to the Bible, it's ownership before I see it. It's ownership before I see it. It takes a brave man to operate by faith. It takes courage to operate by faith. So faith is the substance. It is the title deed. It says I own it. It's, it's my Title D to what I'm believing for, Fluky. Give me that scripture. All right. Hebrews 11 and 1. It's the evidence of things I don't see yet. But I so believe it, I'm already acting like I got it. I'm trying to help somebody right now that's been in this thing a long time and you're still telling yourself you're unclean. You're still telling yourself you're not worthy. Amen. And when you keep going at it, the way you're going at it, works beget works beget works until works wear you out. And I found out it's never enough. It's never enough. Amen. If I prayed an hour today and I said I'm going to get closer to God, so I play two hours. Amen. I found out that ain't enough. If I fast once a week, I found out that's not enough. I need to do two days a week. And it's a constant cycle. Am I helping anybody of trying to work out something that God already says I am? So faith is the title deed. It said it is mine. And I so believe it. I start responding according to what I believe. Give, give me some scriptures, Sam, man. I don't know, maybe numbers. Catch this, y'all. Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, when you're passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan. Now, hear me, body of Christ. This is a picture of the body of Christ stepping into destiny. Are you following me? If you believe it, tell somebody close to you, I'm going in. I'm going in. When you have gone in, then you shall drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you and destroy all their what? King James Version only. Destroy all their pictures sometimes we'll come out of that but them pesky pictures come with us <laughs> anybody know what I'm talking about you've been through a lot 
and you're clean, but it's hard to embrace your cleanliness when them pictures keep popping up. Oh, y'all can look at me like you're crazy if you want to. I've been in this thing a long time. Benny, I ain't old as you, but I'm old. You old, old. Pictures ever pop up, Benny? Memories, smells, songs. Oh, y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Music. Huh? Somebody's name. I can mention somebody's name to you. And rage arise in your eyes. Or other feelings. It's difficult to leave in destiny when I got the wrong pictures hanging. But the church is happy if I'm performing. And I'm doing my song. And I'm doing my dance. And I'm doing my class. And I'm doing my work. I'm going to work this thing today, amen. And nobody's talking about, yeah, I, I'm clean, amen. But there's some pictures in my mind that's got to be dealt with. We're kind of like Peter. Peter went to wash the, Jesus was going to wash his feet. Peter said, you ain't washing my feet. He said, Peter, if I don't wash your feet, you ain't going to part with me. And Jesus, uh, and Peter said, oh, my Lord, wash my head. <laughs> wash my hands. Wash all of me. And Jesus made a profound statement. He said, I don't need to wash all of you because you're clean. All I need to wash is one little portion of you. Oh, I want to help somebody right now. All I need to wash is you came through some stuff uh, that you tracked into this environment. I said, I said you, you endure some stuff that you tracked into this environment. Eh? And if you're not careful, you'll let the picture tell you you're not clean. You'll let the double shine. You'll let the memory tell you you're not clean. But Jesus, I can see him at your feet right now. And he's got a towel in his hand. He said, Peter, quit saying you're unclean. I'm just going to wash some stuff off of you that got on you in the journey. Oh, my God. How, preacher, do I get rid of the pictures? Believe. You scrubbed them feet raw now with works. You stubbed the feet. <laughs> Trying to get it clean yourself. And Jesus is knelt down before you, Peter, saying, you're clean. You're clean. He said, you're ever bit clean. All we need to do is deal with the pictures. Because, you know, have you seen National Geographic... Did y'all know it's a proven fact that women are better geologists than men? It's a fact. Because women are better at digging up the past than men. <laughs> Just a little joke. I mean, uh, that was a good place for you to say amen. But if you've seen the Natural Ge Geographic, they'll, they'll, these geologists will find these caves and they're full of artifacts. 
Amen. They're full of artifacts. Some of them are demonic and some of them are false gods. And you can go in the cave and clean out all the artifacts. But also, have you noticed that on the walls, they painted stuff. Y'all ever seen that? And the cave is clean. But there's a residue left on the wall. And that's what happens with us. We'll be brought out and God has cleansed us. But there can be a residue in my mind of what I was. I'm going to help somebody. What I used to be and what I used to do. And it's still tracking everywhere I go. Oh, it's, 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 it's a burden when I'm walking in the holy place and tracking my past. It's a burden on me, amen. I can't enjoy worship when I'm reminding myself of what I used to be. My God, I came with good news today. Your faith is going to make you whole. I said your faith is going to set you free. How, preacher? One step at a time. Walk it out. Somebody shout it with me. You got to walk it out. You got to walk it out. It may be one picture at a time, but you got to walk it out. Just keep walking. Keep walking. I'm still leaking. Keep walking. I'm still missing some toes. Just keep right on walking. I need some scriptures. Say, oh, man. No, I need to finish my first scriptures. But that's going to be next. Speak to the children. Say you passed over John. Then drive out the inhabitants. Somebody say that with me. Then you shall drive out. I got to drive out some stuff? Wait a minute. That's my stuff. Well, somebody else is living on your property. Somebody else is occupying your space. You shall drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you and destroy all their pictures and destroy their molten images. This is an Old Testament equivalent to 2 Corinthians chapter number 10. Amen. Where you can cast down imaginations and every high. Are y'all seeing it? This is the equivalent in the Old Testament. I'm casting down things in my mind. You'll never be whole just because you're saved. You'll never be whole till you conquer the pictures, the imaginations, the accusations. And most of your pictures comes with feelings. They come with feelings. And memories that come with feelings will make you believe that's who you still are. Jen, have you been there? You've been walking for seven years. You still get pictures every now and then? And do they come with feelings and emotions? And when they come with the feelings and emotions, if you're not careful, I must not be whole. And they were ten lepers making their way to the, to the priest to be identified as clean. And on the way, they, they were still missing some stuff. I come to help you today as your pastor. Keep on walking. Amen. Keep on walking. Keep on. Every step is a declaration. I'm whole. I'm healed. Amen. And, 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 and I can preach this text from so many, I ain't even read the text, but I could preach the text of the ten lepers from many different perspectives. Amen. Maybe some of us, uh, amen, we don't need your affirmation uh, uh, that I am clean because I wasn't as dirty as you. But they some of us that came out of some stuff. I said, there's some of us that came out of a stuff that when we do get clean, we do need to go show ourselves to the priest. 
We do need to go connect to a community who can affirm what God is... Oh, am I helping anybody? Amen. Some of us has come out of some stuff. Amen. That I'm not that no more, but I'm still struggling. So I need to be around people that says, oh, no, that's not who you are. You are born again. You are the righteousness of God. You are the righteousness of God. I got to get to my text. Destroy their molten. Quiet, pluck down. King James is awesome, ain't he? All their high places. Here's what I want y'all to get before I go. You with me, Sister Kathy? You shall. Somebody say it. You shall dispossess the inhabitants. And now we're all going to read in concert and dwell therein. For... Oh, come on, Bible class. For I have what? I have what? Not I'm going to give it to you. Not if you work hard enough, you're going to get it. I want you to go in with deed in hand. I want you to go in with your title in hand. You'll never win a battle for property if you don't have the title in your hand. The title will energize the fight. I said the deed will energize the fight because when the opposition is saying it ain't yours, you can reach down into your faith and say, I have the deed. Somebody help me preach. I don't have to feel it. I don't have to see that. All I need is my faith. God Almighty. You shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and dwell there, for I've done given you the land to possess it. So in actuality, in actuality, religion fights to possess a thing. Faith fights to dispossess a thing. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a quoter right there. Because, and it changes the whole nature of the battle. That I'm no longer battling to own a thing because that's the work of Jesus Christ and Him alone. Only thing I'm fighting against now is things that's living on my property. Pictures, thoughts, old habits. Old habits die hard, y'all. That's why you got to keep walking. You got to keep walking. Sis, if the lepers would have looked at themselves, they'd have said, this ain't working. They'd have veered off before they got to Jerusalem. A lot of us has been have not been made whole, and we've been in things for years because we've never made it to Jerusalem. We've never made it to the high place of healing because one thing can come back to us, Leanne. One thought. That, that, how many knows that's the only way the devil can fight you? The Bible says he's got fiery darts, and he's shooting at you, right? That's the only way he can fight you is with thoughts. With thoughts, amen. Uh, I, I just wonder how many people were screaming at the lepers saying, y'all are foolish. Y'all are foolish. You better not go there. They'll stone you to death. Y'all are lepers. Amen. But all the while, they was walking by faith and not by sight. Every step was saying, no, I am healed. I am clean. Every step, can I put it this way? According to this scripture, every step wasn't actually possessing a healing as much as it was dispossessing leprosy. 
My battle ain't to possess a thing because Jesus Christ done possessed it and gave me the deed. The problem is I got squatters living on my miracle. That's what I got to dispossess. Is anybody catching this right now? So healing is the dispossession of sickness. Amen. It's not begging God to be healed. It's commanding sickness. You got to go. Kick them out. He said, if you don't, are y'all, are y'all getting anything out of this? He said, don't let them stay. Because if you let them stay, they're going to be thorns in your side and splinters in your eye. You'll know if you let a thing stand so long because it's always poking you. I've been saved too long to be festered like this. That's real, ain't it? That's all. We're just being real today. It ain't because you ain't clean. It ain't because you ain't saved. It's because you bought a lie and let some people live on, in your backyard that ain't supposed to be there. And he said they're going to be a thorn in your side or a splinter. How many knows when you get something small in your eye, it drives you nuts? Amen. I lose my vision. I can't see clearly. Am I preaching to anybody in this place? I can't see like God wants me to see. It messes up everything. I snot starts running out of your nose. You ever notice that? Stuff getting in your eyes. It's just everything. It's messed up. It's because God said you hadn't taken care of the pictures. I'm telling you today, I'm preaching this stuff, and your faith is about to set you free. So we got to flip this thing up. I'm not fighting for my peace because he's my peace my fight is to kick that doubt out because you're dwelling on you're messing up my property Mm. you with me Benny he said you're going to have to dispossess some things the problem is we've been taught to work it out so we're fighting to possess something that's already ours instead of fighting the real enemy with deed in hand. Let's, let's see what Joshua's got to say. Now after the death of Moses. Are y'all still okay? Can I just teach this a little while? Now after the death of Moses. The servant of the Lord. It came to pass that the Lord spake to Joshua. The son of Nun. Minister, son of Nun. Moses' minister saying. Moses my servant is dead. Now therefore. Uh, get up and go over Jordan. You and all this people into the land. Which I do give to them even to the children of Israel. All right, let's read together in concert. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I... Are y'all seeing the common thread here? Everywhere you put the sole of your foot, I've already given it to you. So I'm not fighting to take that piece of land. Are you listening to me? I'm just fighting to get rid of something that has moved on my land. I'm coming to help somebody today. Some things has taken root in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit. You've allowed to live in your life because you think it's a part of you. Can I help you right now? Naaman, can I help you, Naaman? (laughs) Naaman, I don't need you to go fight some great big battle and conquer a great big giant. I just need you to go wash some stuff off of you. Can I help you right now? If I can wash something off of me, it must not be a part of me. Thank you. Kitty, if I can wash it off, 
It must not be a part of me. And I've been living like I'm a leper and I'm missing some things. And I have told myself I'm different. I've told myself that I'm, I'm, I'm plagued. I've told myself I'm cursed. Amen. I'm a mighty leader, but I'm a leper. Amen. But according to the prophet, this stuff will wash off me. Oh, I don't know about you, but that's the best news I ever heard. And if it can wash off, it's not who I am. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved, also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he may present it to him church, himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle, that he may wash it with the washing of the regeneration of the word of God. Somebody tell your neighbor, just keep washing. Uh, you still got pictures, just keep washing. Oh, you still got low self-esteem? Just keep washing. Keep washing with what? With what God is saying about you. My God, am I helping anybody? Every place the soul... Oh... Oh, I see. So if I stop moving, I stop dispossessing. Maybe you stop short of being made whole. Nine, there were ten lepers. Ten represents a whole. It represents a community. And the Bible says only one came back to give God glory. 9% chose to work it out. 90% chose to work it out by way of religion. But one decided, I'm going to go back and give glory where glory is due because there ain't nothing I can do to set myself free. Oh, mm, is this too much for this morning? And what I like about it, Sister Pam, the Bible says, as they went, they were healed. And while they were walking out what they believed, Cody, it manifested itself. And one, the Bible says, when he saw that he was healed, returned back to give worship. Amen. If you ain't seeing it, keep walking. Oh my God, that's just real. If you ain't seeing it, keep taking one step of faith at a time. One step of faith at a time. But just keep moving. Whatever you do, don't stop. Keep moving. Keep moving by faith. I, I, I don't know much about leprosy, but I, I know it must have been difficult walking in that condition. It, it, it may take you a minute to dispossess what you were, but you'll only do it while you're walking out who you are. It's a whole different battle. Are you listening to me? Now you're not fighting condemnation when you're operating by faith because condemnation is saying you ought to be further along by now. You ought to be healed by now. You ought to be over. Oh, no, not when you got the title deed in your hand. When condemnation comes, you can pull out the deed and say, but I am healed. Oh, somebody ought to help me. Yeah, that's what your Bible said. I'm speaking things that are not just like it already was. Why? Because I believe. I'm trying to restore the honor to the word. Believe. Because I believe. 
I believe. And you can tell I believe by the direction I'm headed in. You can tell I believe now because I'm headed to the high place. You can tell, I, you can tell I'm progressively believing because I'm progressively becoming better. Can I tell you, I've been in this thing 100 years and I'm still walking. I'm still walking and I'm still going from one dimension to the next dimension. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given to you. The devil will try to stop you from moving by judging you from where you are. Oh, somebody ought to say amen right there. He'll try to stop you from progressing by judging you from where you are. Amen. But you got to come back. Uh, Christina, you got to come back and say, well, I may not be where I want to be, but I ain't where I used to be, and I'm going to keep walking till I get where I want to be. But you have to get there one step at a time. You got to have a vision. You got to have a goal. But nobody gets to the goal in one step. Amen? Amanda, we're just walking this thing out. And now, all of a sudden, all the works you see in the Bible, they're not working to get the thing. The works is preparing for the thing they believe is theirs. You got an army digging ditches, not to produce water, but to make preparations for the water that's coming. That's the preparations we're going to do for the glory of God. That's what we're after. Are y'all with me? Come on, I'm turning this thing upside down so it'll be right side up. Uh, she's gathering vessels not to produce oil. She's gathering vessels because she believes the oil is hers and she needs something to put it in. Somebody, 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 are you listening to me? It changes everything from me in my own self-effort and words to try to create a thing. Can I give y'all a few more scriptures before we go? Have I, have I got any more scriptures back there? If I do, just throw one up, I'll preach it. No, I don't want that one. <laughs> I don't want to preach that one. It's 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. That's okay. I don't need no scriptures. I'm just talking to you today. God is trying to get you to turn from works to faith. And then your faith will begin to produce the works in your life. Because we are of the kingdom that walks by faith and not by sight. But being in a Pentecostal realm, we build on events and feelings and emotions. We do. Sister Rosetta, we're geared towards creating emotions. Yes, sir. We're taught loud. Okay, I'm finna quit, get ready. We walk by faith, not by sight. Meaning, I'm just walking out what I believe. And I so believe it. Give me, give me a scripture. I'll close that with this. Give me one, Philippians 1.28. In other words... We build on feelings and emotions. And we create environments that stir up feelings and emotions. But faith 
has nothing to do with your feelings or your emotions. It has nothing to do with what your eyes see. Because we walk by faith, not by sight. And we are, we are trained, Sister Kim, to govern our lives by what we see. What we feel. What we hear. But to be able to say, I believe, is to operate on a level to where I don't need anything visible. Are y'all with me? I don't need anything visible. I don't need a feeling. I don't need an emotion. All I need is faith. My God, that's so powerful right there. And by faith, the Bible don't say that they tore them walls down with their feet at Jericho. The Bible says, by faith, the walls of Jericho came down as they marched around them. By faith, they quenched the violence of fire. By what they believed, they changed their situations and circumstances. I'm all about feeling. I'm all about emotion. And I found out God's emotions can attach itself to your emotions and you can feel the emotions of God. But if, if, if we're connecting emotions to faith, we're going to fail every time. We got to be able to stand in the midst of it and say, I believe. And when I believe it, I like Paul and Silas can be in the inner prison and begin to sing praises unto God. I'm not singing to get faith. I'm singing because I believe. So we're always needing a sign. The scriptures I told you a while ago, that Jesus, they said, what must we do that I may work the works of God? Jesus said, this is the works of God that you believe. And they turned around and said, show us a sign so we can believe. If we ain't careful, we'll govern our lives by, I need something. I need a feeling. I need an emotion. I, I need something to confirm what God said about me. Amen. When the Bible says faith is your title deed. Are y'all catching this right now? So now it makes sense why the disciples would, or, 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 or no, it was the man with the uh, son who, who was possessed with the devil came and said, Jesus, if you can, if you can, would you show mercy on us? And Jesus said, no, 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 you got it all wrong. It's not if I can, it's if you can believe. So all of a sudden, instead of giving God our job, we think faith is giving God our job. We think faith is believing for God to do what he's asked us to do. I don't know if y'all catching that part right there. No, no, Jesus said, it's not a matter if I can. It's a matter if you can believe. So all of a sudden, the man is praying, Lord, help my unbelief because I can possess what is needed to change this situation. Oh, somebody shout, help my unbelief. And, and you, this is how, this is, this is the only sign you're going to get for faith right here in this scripture. I'm trying to quit. And in nothing terrified by your enemy, which is to them a sign of destruction, 
But to you, it's a sign of salvation in that from God. My faith is my sign. I said my faith is my sign. My fearlessness is the proof I believe. My lack of anxiety is the proof I believe. And I'm so tranquil, I'm just going to praise. Yeah, this is real, huh? It's unusual for me to stand here with my hands in my pocket and preach, but I need y'all to get this. So I, I, I don't need a sign. I just love it when I get confirmation from my brothers and sisters and all that, and all that's part of it. But faith, it takes courage to have real faith to stand with no sign of anything getting any better, no sign, no feeling, and no emotion, and say, Father, I have the title deed. It's mine, and I believe it. Is anybody getting this right now? I just believe it. I just, and I so believe it, I'm just going to keep moving. I'm going to just keep walking. And I'm going to walk it out until I see it with my eyeballs. And when I see it with my eyes, I'll finish the work with my worship to him. If God allowed us to walk in the victory and get it by the means in which we're trying, when it was all said and done, we could take the glory. But faith requires that we be broken down to the lowest coming down. Are y'all hearing this Bible teaching this morning? Amen. To where I can't, I don't have the strength, I don't have the ability. Isn't that what they said when they went in and seen the giants? We, ha- we can't handle these giants. We can't handle these giants. Come on, I'm helping somebody right now. And we're, out, we're not even in the wilderness anymore. We're in our destiny. And there's giants in our destiny. But God said, dispossess them. I'm closing now. Grab your neighbors, shake them real hard and tell them, kick them out. Kick them out. Kick them out. Kick out the doubt. Kick out the fear. Kick out the anxiety. Kick out, kick out the insecurity. Kick out the lack of confidence. How do I kick them out? Same way Naaman washed off leprosy with the word. Because I just believe it. I'm afraid this is too profoundly simple for you to catch it. Because you want to plan and you want to struggle and you want to fight. You want to do this and you want to do that so that you can get what belongs to you when there is going to be a fight. But when you turn this around, you're only going to be fighting to kick stuff out of the property that you own. Somebody give the Lord a hand praise as Fluky's coming to testify. That one? Leave it up there for a little while. He's going to preach part two. Just preach, son. Uh, when I was on, you know, a few years ago, I was on the police jury, and an issue arose where the school board, that little, that building that's right next to the courthouse downtown belonged, everything, everything on that square, the courthouse belonged to the police jury. Well, the school board vacated that building, and they wanted to meet with us. They wanted to sell us that building because they weren't using it anymore. They moved over where they are now. Well, we, there was some argument back and forth, and it was, it was on and on. So then, uh, because we can't have a quarrel, it was only three police jury members and three school, chosen school board members. 
The superintendent was there. We had all this high-level meeting. So just before the meeting, I mean a few hours or maybe the day before, with this had been an ongoing battle for some time about if we were going to buy it, how much we were going to pay for it, and all this kind of stuff, negotiations. Somebody found out, looked back in the records and found out that way back, probably before we were, any of us were born, maybe in the 50s or somewhere in there, that actually that land that that building was built on belonged to the police jury, and there was an intergovernmental agreement between the police okay. jury and the school board that we would let them build that building there, but if they ever vacated it, it and all the improvements came back to the police jury. <laughs> so somebody handed okay. me that not long before I went to the meeting. Now keep in <coughs> mind, I worked for the school board. At that, I still do, I did then too. So that goes back to that, and then nothing terrified, be, and then nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition. So we get in the meeting, I've got that agreement in my Come pocket. Come on, preach, son. And so the school board uh, member that was heading up the meeting, he gave this big, long spiel about what all they'd done to the building and how they were wanting to sell it to us, and they put new air conditioners in it and all this big deal, and they talked and they talked and talked. But keep in mind, the superintendent and everybody, you know, I work for these people, you know, so I'm a little nervous, but I... When they all got through, he got through the spill, I said, I just pulled that out of my pocket. I said, <laughs> have y'all seen this? <laughs> Do y'all know about this? I said, this is the title deed. This is the faith. Come on, man. That says that this building it belongs to us. Belongs to, to us. I said, so why should I buy something that already why belongs to I me? Work why should I mine? work for something that already belongs to me? And I said, it's the same premise. Do you understand why I wanted to get up so hard? So they said, well, uh, I said, did you know about this? Superintendent said, yeah, we knew about it, but we had to try. Wow. Satan, Satan knows that you've wow. got the deed. He knows that you've got the deed. But he's going to try you at every step all along the way. And you have got to have the courage to stand up and say, Here's the deed. <laughs> it belongs what? to us no matter what. So why am I going to pay for it? Why am I going to buy it? It belongs to me. Th that was the end of it Man. right there. That just shut it down right there. I said, shut it down. they come back and they said, well, we really hadn't vacated it. We got some telephones over there. I said, oh, come on. Really? Just because you got a couple of phones? I said, the building belongs to us. But you see the courage that it takes? It took courage for me to stand up to my employer and say, look, no, <laughs> this is right, right, wrong, wrong. And they even wanted to say, well, you know, that document was, somebody said, that document was done way back, you know, in the 50s. That don't matter. I said, I said so was the Constitution. We're still going by it. <laughs> I said, this is what it says. So I held up that deed that I had, that faith that I had, that it belonged to me, and Man, I took possession so of good. it. so good. So good. Thank you. Wow. Let's stand. Nick, shut down them big lights for some reason. That's what we do. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Thank you, Fluky. I'm telling you, we are at a strategic inflection point. We're not changing what we believe or how we believe, but we're prioritizing it.
and we come to the meeting within hand. I read the scripture, are there some things that have to be dispossessed? Absolutely. But the only reason you're dispossessing them because that's your stuff. Instead of us trying to get it, whether it's favor or approval, I'm approved of God. Some of you need to receive that. I'm accepted of God. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And it just may not look like it right now. And if I'm not careful, I'll let what I look like and my feelings and emotions cause me to let stuff stay. Just got to come to the meeting and say, get y'all stuff out of my building. <laughs> Are y'all catching this? Yeah. It's revolutionary. And you ain't even got to shout and dance and cry tears for it to happen. I'm not preaching against emotionalism. I love it when they stir us up. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, faith, I believe. I believe, even though I don't see it. And your level of seeing it will only match your level of believing it. Amen. Patty, your favorite scripture in Hebrews says, they by faith reached into that realm. Can you quote it? It reached into that invisible realm and brings it into reality. Your faith does. Josh, your faith will make you whole. Courtney? Lacey, Jennifer, are y'all listening to me? Cherish, it's your faith that'll make you whole. Jesus cleansed you. Amen. He made you whole. And he put faith, uh, he saved you and he put faith in you. It's your faith that'll make you whole. So today the altar call is the, the same prayer that the apostles prayed. Lord, help my unbelief. I don't really need you to help me with the sickness or the disease or the problem or the pictures. I just need you to help my unbelief. Because by faith, I'll tear down the pictures. By faith, I'll overcome. Thank you for listening to this Life Church podcast.